Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 27th of January and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, let's kick things off with the scores on the doors and the Dow Jones closed up 206 points or 0.61 of a percent. It had a high of 210 up and a low of 108 down, which, all things considered, given its earnings season at the moment, is a pretty narrow range. It closed at the top end of that range, 33,949, and you'd have to say 34,000 is very much on the cards in the next day or so. The NASDAQ up 199 points, or 1.76%, 11,512. And the S&P 500 sprinting along at 1.1% higher in the middle for Diddle, 44 points, 4,060. And the VIX volatility index down at 1.5%, 18.79. So with all this optimism... Who needs hedging is the answer. At the moment, the ASX SPY 200 futures up 31 points or 0.4%, which would uh, give us a rally back from the 22-point loss we saw on Wednesday. So um, grinding ever higher, that's for sure. So good news there. In European markets, we had the stock 600 up 0.4, FTSE up 0.2, Germany up 0.3, France up 0.7. Of course, we are playing catch-up because of the Australia Day holiday yesterday. So we have two days of US and overseas news to digest today. And US earnings, of course, the big thing in focus at the moment. In the US companies overnight, we had Apple up 1.5%. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 4.1%. Maybe they're celebrating on the back of Donald Trump being allowed to post on Facebook as opposed to his own social media platform which I have to say hasn't been a massive success. Google up 2.4%, Microsoft up four, uh, 3.1%, Amazon up 2.1%. Tesla, a big night for Tesla, uh, big results for Tesla as well. And Elon seems to be a little bit more focused on Tesla than Twitter at the moment, which is a good thing for Tesla. Uh, they were up nearly 11%. Netflix down 0.8. US banks slightly firmer. JP Morgan up 0.6. Citigroup up 0.5. Goldman up 1.5. Bank of America up 1.4. Wells Fargo up 1. Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was up 0.5 of a percent. In US news last night, before we get on to commodities, uh, let's have a little look there. We did see... Uh, The uh, GDP data was released on Thursday, showed the economy in the U.S. expanded at an annualized rate of 2.9% during the fourth quarter. Where is that recession that we keep getting told about? And that was above consensus, which was for 2.8%, but it's a slight cool down. I think 3.2% was the third quarter reading. So there is a slight cooling of the U.S. economy. And that is obviously something the Fed will be happy about, given its moves. Tesla uh, reported record revenue and solid earnings. And we also saw uh, some of the other stocks doing well. 
uh, on the back of uh, the general positivity for NASDAQ, although IBM fell 4.5%. And we have had Intel results out just a moment ago after hours. Uh, they did fall around 6% on an earnings miss there. In other news, Bed Bath & Beyond, well, they were down 30% as it warned for the second time that it lacks the cash to pay down debts. That will certainly test the H-O-L-D-R's, the holdors or the diamond hands that have been playing the Bed Bath & Beyond to infinity and beyond. And the latest Investors Intelligence Weekly Survey of Financial Newsletter Writers, that's me, nobody asked me, showed bullishness slipping back to 45.1 from 46.5 last week. Obviously, this is US Financial Newsletter Writers. writers. And luxury giant LVMH, that's Louis Vuitton, said China's wealthy consumers had started returning to stores after the country's reopening. It reported its second straight year of record sales and profits. 2022 revenue was up 23%. And the ECB board member Fabio Panetta has reportedly said the central bank should not pre-commit to any specific rate moves beyond its March meeting. In commodity stocks and news on Thursday, uh, Brent crude up 1.4%, $1.21 to 87.49. We had WTI up 1.1%, 86 cents to 80.54. The gold price eased around a percent, $17.40 down to 19.29. Platinum having a big hit down 2.1%. Copper on the LME up half a percent. Nickel unchanged. Aluminium down 0.5, zinc up 1, lead up 0.9, tonne having a great night, up 4.25%. Mining stocks overseas, BHP up 0.7% in ADRs, Rio up 0.7% in ADRs, and Freeport McMoran though down 2.6, Alcoa down 0.2, Tech down 2.5, Anglo pretty much unchanged, Glencore down 1.6, Vale up 2.1, and Arbamal in the lithium space. Arbamal have been on a bit of a tear recently following their results, up 3.1%. Iron ore, of course, pretty much static given the Lunar New Year holidays. In the bond market, 10-year yields in the US, 3.50, two years, 4.19. Big news, Aussie dollar is at its highest level since June, crashing higher. 71.42 71.42 this morning. Uh, expectations the Reserve Bank will raise the cash rate in Feb, of course, on the back of that 7.8% inflation read we saw the other day. Bitcoin off a smidge. The US dollar slightly stronger as well, up 0.2 of a percent. As far as local news goes today, in the news, Brookfield Asset Management, which is in discussions or hoping to take out Origin Energy, is now in talks with offshore and Australian institutional investors about joining its bid for Origin. Remember, that bid was at nine bucks. Due diligence, exclusive due diligence, finished last week for Brookfield. Uh, but the CEO, Stuart Upson, is looking for co-investors. And a clear sign, apparently, that it's still working on the $18.5 billion bid. Talking of bids... TYR, Tyro Payments. Looks like there's still some interest there from Potentia Capital. Uh, they last bid $1.27. Uh, the price that the market is hoping and expecting, if there is another bid, is $1.85. That seems to be the number the market has got into its head. 
Of course, we did see NAB walk away. They were interested, but they had ACCC issues. And Westpac seemed to have moved on as well. So Potentia, the only guys in the ring at the moment. Plug Power has withdrawn from the Australian Gigafactory joint venture with Fortescue. And there are early expectations for a billion-dollar price for TPG Telecom's Vision Network. Uh, ResMed reports uh, they have got their earnings per share out this morning and their numbers. Uh, $1.66. The market was going for $1.60. They've also appointed Michael Farrell as the board chief. So um, a new chairman there. Uh, board chair is Michael Farrell. In broker news today, Insignia Financial downgraded to underperform from outperform by CLSA. Insignia Financial is the IOOF of old. And we have had Accent Group, AX1, downgraded to market weight from overweight at Wilson's. Mineral Resources downgraded to neutral from overweight at Jardins. And Strandline Resources, which had a good day the other day, completed the second shipment of HMC from the Coburn Mineral Sands project. Question of the day today, though, as we head into earnings season, what's the one company out there that you will be looking at as the bellwether of the current Australian economic climate? What's the one company reporting which will give you an in-depth kind of insight into where our market and where the economy is going. What is that bellwether company? Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods go with you.